You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 29, as Andy is still moving, apparently... He's moving his entire apartment building into this new apartment building because I feel like he's been packing boxes, taking down tables and bed frames and everything. And I don't know what he's doing with it all or what he's actually doing, but God, everyone just thoughts and prayers go out to Andy this week because uh, he's just been moving every single day. Uh, Now that Andy's not here, uh, I'm not ripping a solo today. I have... Frank, Franny, who's actually been on uh, the podcast before, and, uh, you know, we're excited to be here right now before we get into to Frank. I just want to say we are recording this live during the Ranger game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's currently 3-2, so if anything happens live, you'll hear us react to it. Uh, so I got to ask Frank, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, having me back. I appreciate it. And, uh yeah, definitely thoughts and prayers for Andy. Uh, moving is an awful process. Uh, I know you've done it a few times. I've done it myself. Do a few. Uh, live in my second house now, which is moving into a house with kids is like a whole nother uh, thing. So um, for anyone out there, if you can afford it, I would say uh, hire a moving company. Let them do it for you. I think if I ever have to move again, that'll be the way I go because it's a awful, awful process. So hope he's making out okay and. Thanks for having me back. Glad I could fill in. Yeah, no, excited to be here. And, uh, you know, obviously we can talk a little bit about the game going on right now. It's 3-2 Maple Leafs. Reeves scores his first and second of the season uh, kind of out of nowhere. You know, I know it was kind of a narrative that he's been itching to score his first goal as a New York Ranger. Now he gets two against the, the Toronto Maple Leafs and keeping this team in there. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on him scoring the two goals? <laughs> um, well, I was putting my kids to bed, so I, I unfortunately missed both of them. Um, but I'm uh, watching it now, and uh, I mean, I don't. I, when when I looked, I I checked my phone usually because uh, typically, as I'm doing the bedtime process, I miss the first period, so I try to you know sneak a 
look at my phone if I know a game's on. And uh, I thought I was reading it wrong when I saw um, <laughs> Reed scored with an assist from McKeg. I thought I, I thought there had to be some sort of an error, um, especially because I was I was checking it, especially because I I think I bet Mika and Kreider to score first. Uh, so I was hoping I'd see one of them. But um, even though I didn't win money, I was pleasantly surprised to see Reeves finally got one and. Um, and then as I came downstairs, I saw you got another one. So, um, I, I mean, it's awesome. He's been working his ass off since he's been here. I think he's been a great addition to the team. You know, um, he, uh, he's brought a lot, um, I think of character to the team and kind of, uh, you know, turned us into that whole Wilson laughing stock last year. And, and I don't think anyone, it doesn't seem like anyone's really messing with the Rangers this year. You know, it's, you know, it's like they all have a bit of a swagger knowing that Reeves has got their back. So, I'm happy to see he finally got one and um, I think he's been a great addition. I know a lot of people weren't too sure about it, but, you know, I think uh, Gallant knew that that's his guy and he wanted to bring him back and he's been playing well. So I can't complain. I'm happy to see him get it and I uh, hope he gets a few more. I hope he keeps it rolling. Yeah, I've shit talked the fourth line uh, a lot this season. Not not that they haven't really contributed much, but, you know, I, I really said, you know, they need the be able to put the puck in the net every so often. And finally, this game, they finally get two. Uh, this line is humming along. I'm, I just watched uh, another shift where they had a couple you know, shots on goal, and they're definitely pressuring a Toronto Maple Leaf team that doesn't really want to play defense. And I feel like if the Rangers can kind of just hold on here and just keep it close towards the end of the game, that anything's possible, that you know, when the Rangers start getting a little bit more aggressive and, you know, have to take a little bit more chances, you know, I'm afraid Toronto will capitalize on, you know, a, you know, a counter, but, you know, late in the game, maybe they are concerned about trying to play defense, which they don't do so well. And that the Rangers might be able to squeak this one into overtime, but yeah, you know, I feel like, I don't know how, how you feel about this, Frank, but I feel like the Rangers haven't played a ton of hockey. They've been out West. I kind of missed, you know, a few of those games. I'd watch the first period and then kind of fall asleep. And, you know, they didn't play that great until the end of the uh, road trip. Uh, You know, I don't know. What did you think of that road trip? I said three, two, that was a success. What were your thoughts, you know, as the Rangers like came home? And (laughs) I felt like they were on like a little bit of vacation or a hiatus, but they were still playing games and they still, you know, managed to get six big points on the road. Yeah, it was definitely tough because we went from like that holiday break where everything was shut down. Um, yeah. And I think they had a few games and then they went out west. And it's like, I mean, when I was like 23 and, you know, had no kids and could stay up late, those 10 o'clock games were even rough at that point. Now that I'm 33 and have kids, there's, I mean, me watching those <laughs> games, they might as well not even be on because there's no chance I'm staying up. I mean, especially 10 o'clock, maybe I could make it through the first and then I fall asleep, you know, between in, uh, periods, but 1030. Yeah, that's not happening. So yeah, I've kind of felt the same way. I felt like I haven't watched the game in a long time. So um, when they got back to Philly, which I kind of, I mean, I know scheduling, I, it's hard to complain when some other teams have had some rough scheduling. I know the Islander fans have uh, had their uh, woes and had their complaints about the schedule, which, you know, I think you addressed it too. It's, I mean, it's their own fault. Uh, it's their arena's not ready. So what are you going to do? But um, to go out West and then come home back to the East coast and have to play an away game against the division rival. I, I mean, it's kind of bullshit if you ask me, but whatever, they got the win. They looked a little sluggish in that game. I was a little worried. It looked kind of like maybe they weren't going to pull it out, but, um, but I, I mean, 
Rangers of old would have lost that game. You know, like th- that was a typical game. I'm watching it in my head. I'm going Rangers. They're just going to lose. And in your head, it's kind of like, all right, they were traveling out West. They come back to the East coast. Now they got another away game against the flyers. And even though the flyers stink, it's like, you know, they're still a rival. They still want to play the Rangers. Well, they're at home. And then, you know, coming back from the West coast, it's not an easy transition, but this team, uh, got it done you know it wasn't pretty but they they figured it out and and won so um so yeah you you just got to be happy with uh with a gritty win like that to finish that road trip and uh you know now they're back home playing toronto and uh, the schedule is uh it's not looking any easier the next couple of games here um i think what do they have the canes and and maybe panthers coming up too or something like that i can't even remember but i know it's not easy yeah, they they go well. They have the Hurricanes on Friday, and then they play Arizona the next day, which I, I again I think is kind of bullshit because they're away in Carolina, and then they're back home against their yeah away at Carolina on Friday, and then Saturday night they're back home against Arizona. And you know, I was even telling Andy this. It's like if the Rangers somehow squeak out a miracle win against Carolina, you can chalk up Saturday against the Coyotes, who. I believe, let me check right now, are, yeah, yeah, they're beating the Devils 3-1. So Arizona's going to come to the East Coast and just sweep everybody, of course. (laughs) And they got about 12 points on the year. Uh, Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, I don't, like, listen, I'm not complaining about the scheduling. Obviously, everyone probably has a messed up schedule. But, like, these, the following week, they do the same thing. They're at Columbus, and then they have to travel back home against, Minnesota for you know Henrik Lundqvist's retirement night, so it's just it's just so annoying with the with the scheduling and the back to backs being a like a road game and then a home game. It's like could you make it at least two home games in a row or two you know road games in a row? I mean, if you're traveling, you might as well travel and uh, get those road games out of the way on a back to back. Just so stupid. And yeah, then, uh, it really it really sucked. Like I mean, we had the last two years with COVID dealing with that shortened seasons and a bubble and everything else and then um you know this year they get back to it and they're they're hoping to do you know a regular season we'll see how that shakes out with all these postponed games going on in Canada but um and then they have to have like kind of a condensed schedule packed in because of the Olympic break and then turns out they're not going so like those three weeks where all these games are probably jammed in kind of like you're saying a home and away or away a, a and, and then back home and, you know, these, you know, uh, away game after a, a long West coast trip. It's like, that's not the norm, but I guess, uh, I guess it's just kind of across the board. So it's not just us. It probably just seems like it's us because we focus more on the Rangers, but, um, but it definitely, you know, it sucks when, uh, when the schedules are kind of wacky like that. Yeah, and uh, after that Minnesota game, that's Henrik Lundqvist night, you and I will be in attendance at home against the Seattle Kraken, a 1 p.m. game on a uh, Saturday, which, or yeah, it's no, it's, no Sunday. Sunday, one Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Oh my God, dude, that's the worst. Ugh. All right, I was in, in my head, I had it as a Saturday game, but Sunday, that's okay. I, I can get over that. Um, are you excited? Are you pumped up for that game? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, uh, hopefully it's a good one. The Kraken aren't too good. It'll be cool to see a new team. Um, you know, it's always good. I, I 
live further upstate, so I don't really get to come down to games. So uh, the few games I get to go to, you always hope for a good one. The Rangers should uh, be able to pull out a win against the Kraken, I would hope. So hopefully we uh, get to a game, have a few beers, and uh, see Rangers win. be fun to uh, be back in MSG. It's been a while. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, no, and yeah, I haven't been to a game in a while. It's the same thing. I think the last game I went to was against the Minnesota Wild where they came back. I believe I was actually with Patty. They came back from behind and tied the game and then won the game late. You know, listen, for me, I feel like whenever I go to these games, they never, like, make it easy. And obviously the Seattle Kraken are kind of a shit team. If they lose against the Seattle Kraken after I haven't been to a game in multiple years, I am going to be extremely disappointed and uh, let down. <laughs> like, but I feel- yeah. And so when we got those tickets, I, I mean, I was just looking for again. I was like, I was saying, like, so like being further away, I can't just pop down to the city. It's a full day, especially again having kids and stuff. And Patty's coming down with me, so it'd be the three of us going to the game, right? So to coordinate it isn't always easy. So you find a weekend day game, make it work. Um, then it's like, okay, they're playing the Kraken, so you're hoping they'll pull out a win. And then I didn't really, like, look at the schedule. And I, after we bought the tickets and everything, I looked, and I'm like, oh, that's right. So Hank's retirement jersey night is that Friday. So it's like you wonder, like, are they going to have, like, a letdown game after a big celebration like that? You know, I it's just the, the thoughts deep start creeping in my head, especially after not being to a game. Plus, I've been it, – it's – uh it's amazing the games I've gone to where they've completely blown it. Um, well, the last the last game you and I went um, to. So I think I'm scared. I'm scarred. I'm scarred in that I've seen so many games. I think I was like, this is like going back years now. But I was at like that one um, Washington game where they were winning like a crazy amount, and OV scored like a hat trick in the third, and they like scored like yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen it firsthand. Um, so I'm uh, you know again probably a little uh, well the last scarred from my past experiences, but we'll see. The last game we went to, I don't know. Didn't they lose like one nothing to the Montreal Canadiens? Like we thought they were they like that we like couldn't even get like a goal. And I remember. Oh yeah, so that's that's exactly what happened. So I, it was my wife's first ever Ranger game, and I was like, you know, all excited. I'm like, yeah, wait till you hear the gold song. Yeah. The gold song is so awesome. It's like, so we didn't hear the gold song at all because they didn't score a single goal. It went zero <laughs> zero into a shootout, and the Canadians won in a yeah. shootout. I mean, it was like worst game ever. My wife was like, yeah, I don't know, hockey game. So, um, you know, yeah, no. It- Oh yeah, baby! There we oh, go, Foxy. Yeah, they scored. Yeah. Oh my god! You. Yeah, you're like way ahead. Hold on, let's see how far ahead you are. All right, the puck goes into the zone. This is awful, awful podcasting here. Hopefully, it's pretty quick. Um, yeah. So you know, I was you know thinking, obviously reminiscing and stuff like that about like all the different games that I went to. Uh, there it is. Fox just scored. Nice. Oh all right. I should tell you what happens, and you bet it. Maybe it'll be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll still be live on uh, uh, on uh, draft. Yeah, games. apparently I'm too far ahead. Yeah, uh, no. So I was reminiscing about all the games like I've been to, and you know some of the disappointing losses. But one of the ones that popped up for me was the outdoor game uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers that I was at, and you know th- that was you know talk about like that was probably the biggest moment for me 
watching the Rangers. Like that's still kind of show today. Like usually I'm there for a historically bad game or a game where it's just there's nothing happening. But going to the outdoor game against Philly, you know, I just saw obviously with, you know, it being like Henrik Lundqvist month that they just showed him stopping Breer in that, in that penalty shot and, you know, them getting a big win. Uh, I, and, you know, I, not that this is even in comparison, but I'm just asking, are you excited to see like a new Seattle Kraken team? Because like, obviously this game will be, you know, it, not memorable, but memorable in terms of, you know, going to see a new franchise for the first time at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I think it. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's like the the little kid, and you, know, I guess, still like as a fan. I mean, it's a new team, um, you know, New Jersey's and stuff like that. It's their first time being in the Garden, so yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I'm excited to see it. It'd be uh, interesting to uh, see what they bring. I mean, they have good players, right? And they've uh, had some pretty close games and stuff like that. So um, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for the Rangers. Never. <laughs> so I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's a win, and I'm hoping it's a a good game. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you want your team to win, but if they blow them out like six nothing, I mean, I guess that's cool. But I don't know how exciting it is. So, um, yeah. So I, 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 you know, we'll we'll see. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm. It'll just be like you said, just be nice. I was at like one of the last home games before things got shut down for COVID. They played the Blues. It was a one-one game, and then Georgiev let in like a, a shot from like the you know behind the goal line. It like hit his pad and went in. So it was like a perfect example of like the type of letdown, like awful loss type of game. <laughs> they were out playing the Blues too, and yeah, it was a it, it sucked. And then of course the whole world shut down like right after that happened. So. Um, haven't been to a game since, and I'm hoping this one has a better outcome. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun either way. So, fun little fact: I was actually at the Golden Knights' first game at the Garden too. So I'm making it two in a row here. Knock on wood. How did that go? They lost. I'm pretty sure. I remember it. I remember it actually being pretty <laughs> a lot closer than I thought. And I, I remember actually, I was I think I was with my sister. And she was like, shouldn't they be killing this team? Like, don't they suck? I'm like, they're actually, like, the best team in the league. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they did go to the Stanley Cup final, right? Yeah. So. Uh, I, I think they lost. I, they either lost or they, like, won in overtime. Or, I should actually not remember. But I remember it not being – I remember them being down and them scoring because I was sitting behind the net. And the Golden Knights scored, I think, twice right in front of me. So, I remember just kind of being pissed off. But uh, I could be wrong. I gotta check this out. Uh, so I, I, I'm the other thing that I'm thinking too, because I, I have yet to see. Um, obviously, Shesterkin play in net, and I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm I mean, it's almost a hundred percent guarantee he's going to be in net um, on Hank night. So, and since the Kraken stink, I, I just have a feeling Georgiev is going to be in net for that game, which. I could, I mean, obviously, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I'd, I'd much rather see Shesterkin uh, in person if, if uh, we could. It'd be my first time seeing him live, but we'll, uh, we'll see. I have a feeling he's going to be on the bench. Yeah, probably. I mean, you're probably not wrong. It, the only way to really find out here, let's see if they have, because they do, they do have a day off in between, and Gallant actually is pretty good at just like rolling with, rolling with the flow. Uh, yeah, they play uh, the Panthers on that following Tuesday. So, yeah, we'll definitely get Georgie in that. 
The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Wow, okay. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Because everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Again, bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. And that's with promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older to enter. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Another thing, uh, the Rangers' schedule came out. I guess I should talk about this on the podcast because it actually is pretty decent news. Um, February 15th, uh, Boston Bruins uh, are at the New York Rangers. That get, got moved from April 24th. And then February 17th, the postponed game from December 27th, Rangers hosting the Red Wings. And then February 20th, uh, Rangers will be at the Ottawa Senators. Uh, on from that's the postponement from November 20th, and then the Montreal Canadiens will be in town on April 27th, which is the postponed game from December 22nd. Uh, you know, obviously, the Rangers won't be playing that much in February, which it kind of makes it a little bit, you know, kind of buzz. They won't play from the second all the way until the 15th, it's just the way the kind of schedule goes. Uh, I mentioned this on the podcast last week. I don't know if you listened. Uh, hopefully you did. Otherwise, that'll be awkward. Um, <laughs> I, I believe I did listen to last week's episode, but what, uh, were you, what, what do you No, I'm you? saying, you know, I, I think it's kind of an advantage to have, like, a lighter schedule in February and then kind of gear up for, you know, a, a March run and, and a March and April run towards the end of the season, only because the Rangers are in a pretty good spot right now points-wise. I think teams you know cramming these games the schedules are probably not going to be great but I do think you know the Rangers are a younger team it's almost like a little bit of a breather here to kind of you know refresh and you know revamp and kind of you know go into that last you know third of the season in a full-out sprint uh you know in terms of being placed uh, in the standing. So, you know, do you think that's an advantage or disadvantage for the Rangers, given the lights? No, I think it's a, uh, yeah, I think it's an advantage. Like Rangers came out so hot, right. And they're still playing well, but I would say, you know, they're, they've had a few more losses here and there. Um, So they've cooled off a little bit. I know we went through that little stretch there where you were, uh, (laughs) what what was the word you used for it when uh, (laughs) the, uh, um, oh God! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, a cleansing, you know cleansing when week. They, when yeah, they, the cleansing week. Yeah, there it is. The cleansing week. So they had their cleansing week, um, which I was right there with you. I think I was texting you, just kind of saying this is going to be a rough patch here. I just, you just knew it was coming, but they got through it. They're playing better, um, but they're a young team, you know, uh, and 
you, you just kind of want it gives it especially with like COVID and stuff gives everybody a chance to kind of like catch up get healthy it seems like I don't know I mean Panarin since he's been back from COVID he hasn't been bad but he hasn't been you know the Panarin we've seen you know earlier in the season or the last two years so it'd be nice maybe give him a little rest get him caught up and ready to go for the end of the season I mean if you get a hot Panarin towards the end of the year and into the playoffs uh, <laughs> it's kind of like getting a whole new player you know it's um, it, it, it can only help them so yeah I think being a young team um, in a good spot I, I think the break is good um, you know it, it's uh, I think it's teams that are trying to get back into it maybe a team like the Islanders who might you know seems like they've strung a few wins together finally getting some games back under them um and i I'd, I'd imagine they're going to have a lot more games in february because they got to catch up but uh you know it's rough to just get games thrown on a schedule and you know, now you're playing catch up um so i, I don't know i wouldn't want to be in their shoes obviously they're towards the bottom of the standing so you want to be in their shoes anyway but to play catch up it's like everybody expected them to be so good this year and it just hasn't been the case. So um, I think, you know, I think they will turn it around. I think they might make it closer than most people think, but I think if they just buried themselves too deep, I, I think what, what the top eight that we see right now is going to be the top eight. Just, it's just going to be how it all shakes out. I, I mean, the Rangers could fall to the wild card. They could stay in that third spot. Penguins never, ever lose. So they could be in first place when it's all said and done. I don't know if they can overtake the Canes, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Canes, the Penguins, and then it's either going to be Washington or the Rangers, I think, in that third spot. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Washington, they, they've got experience. They're a good team. Seems like they're kind of cooling off a little bit too, just from what I've seen. But, um, you know, when you have all that experience, it, uh, it's the same thing with the pens, you know, they're, they just know what they got to do and, um, they'll get it done. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts, I guess, this far over the season? What do you like? What don't you like? And then, uh, I guess I have two questions for you. What are your thoughts? What do you like? What don't you like? And then going into the playoffs, if this is the top eight, who 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 can we who are you comfortable playing who do you think we could beat who do you think we just don't have a shot against and I think last time you kind of said the Canes are scare you which I mean rightfully so they're probably the best team in the league but um what, what are your thoughts on those two questions okay so what I like is I like our style of play in the season so far because I think it can translate pretty well in the playoffs you know I always thought you know even if the Rangers made it over the last couple of years that they would be ineffective, and they pretty much have been ineffective in the playoffs. I mean, the only you know opportunity that they really had to play postseason games with this you know kind of core group was against the Carolina Hurricanes, and that wasn't even like they didn't have a you know snowball's chance in hell. So that's what I like. I like the style of play because I think it can translate pretty well. I wouldn't want to play the New York Rangers. Uh, the one thing I don't like, I don't like our depth right now. Uh, I really do think that we need to make a couple changes. Uh, we need someone to solidify the third pairing on defense, and we need another depth forward. Uh, losing Sammy Blay, uh, it sucks every day. And thinking about having, being able to have him uh, right now, especially with just how the team is going and how close they are and just having an energetic you know, guy that's not afraid to throw a hit, give a hit, and just, you know, hustle his ass off every game. 
you know, it, we really need that right now. And, you know, it sucks to miss them. So that's what I don't like. I don't like our depth, but it's something that can be addressed at the trade deadline. So I'm not overly concerned about it right now. Uh, to talk a little bit about the, the playoff matchups, I was actually thinking about this today because uh, on my way home from work, uh, just before work, uh, Andy, as I work with Andy, Andy was telling me about Marshawn's uh, jab at the Carolina Hurricanes, basically saying they're the reason why they have to pay 20% in escrow because, you know, they're an organization that, you know, can't survive on its own. So they basically, you know, that, you know, franchises like the Rangers and the Bruins have to take care of them, which I thought was really funny. So if the hockey gods were kind, Frank, this is what an ideal standings for me. And I'm sure I'm going to get shellacked from every listener, but let's just hear me out with this, okay? I'm listening. listening. Carolina would be the one seed playing Boston, who gets the number... uh, Yeah, Carolina gets the one seed. Boston Bruins get the last wild card. So you have Carolina and Boston playing each other, right? Rivalry matchup. Then you have the Rangers in the first wild card spot. Revenge series against the Tampa Bay Lightning, right? I can see that happening. Okay. So the Rangers can finally get revenge off of getting shut out at home back-to-back playoff games against this fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. And then and then you'll have the Florida Panthers and Toronto Maple Leafs. And that'll be a fun series only because nobody cares in Florida and everyone cares in Toronto. And then Florida's going to beat them. And just what a storyline that will be. Like, Toronto will burn to the yeah. ground, and Florida literally will wake up not even knowing that they have a hockey team that made it to the second round of the playoffs. And then you'll have right, right. And then you'll have a Pittsburgh Capitals series, which I think would be a lot of fun having you know Ovechkin and Crosby play against each other as you know as almost like a uh, I don't know. Just a, a fair, yeah, a fair. Could, I mean, yeah. could be the last time, yeah, yeah. Until five years from now, we're still fucking talking about those two, um, <laughs> right? And we say that we say that every year, and then it's like, oh, they're yeah, no, really they're good. really both really good. So I, I just think if you gave me all of those series, that would be the most ideal. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Um, yes, I do agree with that. I, I, I I've been thinking about it as well, just because I'm look. I've looked at the standings, and I'm like, all right. Uh, barring some sort of like collapse by one of these eight teams and then like an insane run by one of these teams that's out. And the only team I think that could do that is maybe the Islanders at this point. Um, it's like I said, it seems like the top eight are ready to go. So I'm looking at the top eight going, who do we want to play? Who can we beat? And it's like, all right, our top two lines, you know, are, are great. Right. And our top two pairs of defensemen. Great. Miller, he's maybe had a bit of a rough patch the last few games and has some growing pains, but he's young, and you hope that he's just kind of learning from it. Come playoffs, he'll be ready to go. He's paired up with Truba. We all want to see playoff Truba, like you've said, so I think they'll be okay. Um, it's, yeah, it's the it's our bottom two pairs there, our bottom two lines, and our third uh defensive pair that's like man you know how important it is in the playoffs to get that secondary scoring from those from those guys and those lines and the rangers just don't really have it right now um and i'm saying that on a night that reef scores two goals but but it's you know that's um not something that we see very often it's you know it's mika it's strom it's panarin it's Kreider. 
I mean, that's it. And then Fox <laughs> thrown in on D. That, that, that's who scores. I mean, it's like every single night. So, um, so yeah, so it would be nice uh, if we can get that third line going, um, whether it's a trade for someone that they could bring in, that could put the puck in and play the body a little more and maybe get some of those other guys going. Uh, Greg McKegg, if he's on our fourth line going into playoffs, I don't know how great I feel about that. It's, uh, you know, it, it, but we'll see what happens. But when I look at like Pittsburgh, Washington, um, I think we could beat both of those teams mainly because we have Shesterkin in net. I think, I mean, he's the best goalie in the NHL this year. Um, you know, it's the same reason why when we would go in the playoffs in years past and we had Lundqvist in net, I felt pretty confident. So um, if you could have the best player on your team be your goalie in the playoffs and he's hot at that time, it's tough for other teams to play against you. I think we play a good system. And, uh, you know, if we could just get something going on that third line, I think we could really beat a good amount of these teams. The Panthers worry me. The Hurricanes worry me. Other than that, I'd say we got a shot against anybody else. Um, and I don't dislike that matchup, you said. I, I really don't think that – and now it's like, oh, you talked about the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions and one of the best teams in the league. It's like, yeah, I mean, exactly, almost for that reason. Like, they lost some of their depth guys. I know they haven't skipped a beat in the regular season, but come playoffs times, we got Goodrow. They don't, you know, and a guy like Goodrow is a great player to have in the playoffs, obviously. Um, he showed that the last two years. So. Um, so yeah, so, and, and they've had two long runs into the playoffs, um, and one, two Stanley Cups. So it, you know, it's hard for a team to repeat, let alone three-peat. Um, so it sounds like the type of year for the, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning to have an early playoff exit. So, and I think the Rangers could be the reason for that. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that'd be, uh, be a good matchup and, and I can see that all coming to fruition. I mean, it, it's all very possible. Yeah, and I think at this point, it really doesn't matter where you are in the in the standings. I, I really think you know, I, I, you know, a part of me is like, well, would you rather play Pittsburgh and Washington with home ice advantage? And I'm, and I'm like, well, Rangers normally don't have great home ice advantage, especially in the playoffs. I feel like years past, you know, like I mentioned before, like the Tampa Bay Lightning came into our building and, and shut us out back to back games at the garden where the Rangers won on the road. So it was like, you know, I, again, this could just be me being scarred, but I don't really care that much about home life advantage. I just care about making the playoffs and where we are in the standings really, to me, doesn't really make a difference. It's, it's picking your poison at this point. And, you know, like you said, it's kind of like if your goaltender's hot, you can beat anybody. And the Rangers are going to have to play their best hockey of the season to beat any of these teams. I don't care if it's Washington or Carolina Whoever the Rangers play, they're going to have to play their best hockey to beat them. And there's no easy outs. And, you know, uh, you know, for me, you know, I know this team is young and stuff like that. But this is the type of experience that you want. You want them to play against, you know, the league's best teams and, you know, to show them what the standard is to, to win a Stanley Cup. And especially a first round matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning back to back Stanley Cup champions. It'd be a great experience for our young core group and, you know, the, you know, be able to go into that building and, and beat that team, I think would give a huge amount of confidence also to the rest of the squad saying, listen, we beat the team that just won the Stanley Cup twice in a row. We can beat anybody. So, you know, I, there's that point too, that I think would be 
huge for the New York Rangers. Um, I had a question for you, but now I kind of forget. Uh, oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, well, it had to do with the all-star game. So are we done with this, the standings and playoffs? Yeah, we're okay, done we all right, we can move on. The, the one question I have for you, and you know, obviously Mika declined uh, going to the uh, All Star game. We are sending yep. Kreider and Fox, and again, I mentioned the last podcast. Finally, great to not have just Henrik Lundqvist represent us. We actually have a forward and a defenseman, and you know that's kind of fun. We actually could have had two forwards, but you know, obviously for personal reasons, he didn't want to go. Uh, First off, do you like the All-Star game? Is it something that you would go out of your way to watch? Or are you one of those guys that is like, it's kind of a joke and they should do something else besides like the stupid skills competition and All-Star game? With the three yeah, three. I mean, it's just, it. it's, um, I don't, I don't like hate it, but it, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's like for like kids, you know, it's like the, I remember I, I loved watching the, uh, skills competition when I was a kid, even as a kid, the game was just kind of like, you know, nobody hits unless, unless Ronick was in and <laughs> he would throw a check every once in a while back in the day. But, but, you know, it's like, uh, you know, what is it normally scored like seven to five or, you know, something like that, sometimes even higher. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of fun. You see some guys who are some of the best in the league get together and play. Um, I guess it's cool when you have your team represented uh, with a few different players. Like you said, it was normally just Lundqvist for us for a long time. I think wasn't Dan Girardi a All Star at one point? So you know, kind of like uh, um, I, I know a few players were um, complaining because Kadri's not in it, and a few players from the Abs, or maybe just maybe it was just Landis Gog. I forget or McKinnon, but. Um, they were like, I mean, the fact that he's not an all-star is basically bullshit. And, you know, it shouldn't just be like, just you have to have someone from your team go or a representative. It should be the best players in the league, which I I kind of get. I mean, people are also kind of saying like Shosturkin's not in it. He's literally the best goalie in the NHL this year. So the best goalie in the NHL currently is not going to the all-star game. So what sense does that make? But I also get you have fans from every team and they want to see their one player, you know, represented in the game. So again, it's like, it's just for the fans. It's for kids. They want to be able to, you know, if you're a, a fan of uh, the devils, you want to, and you're a kid, you want to wear your Jack Hughes Jersey and, and watch him play in the all-star game. And that's, that's what it's all about. So do I, do I like it? You know, I, I probably won't watch it. Honestly, maybe if it's on, I'll have it on the TV while I'm doing some stuff, but um you know, it's uh, I think it's a good thing to have. You got to have your All Star game. I mean, every league has it, so um, cool, cool thing for the players, and probably a good thing for kids. Yeah. So Kadri actually got the last man in. Oh, did he? End yeah, up he okay. got it. Right. Uh, this... I just looked it up now because I was trying to find out who went in the Benjamin spot, and uh, so the last uh, men in are Kadri, Stamkos, Terry, and Getzel. All got the the nods for the All Star game. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I I don't hate it. Uh, I I don't know. I, the three on three doesn't really bother me, but there's a part of me that wants to see just the normal five on five game, like East versus West, or even like even if they rotate it every year, you know, make it you know you know North America versus World. Like that's kind of stuff was like right. fun as a kid, right? In 
Yeah, what did they did they do that in like in the nineties or something like that? Was it? Or yeah, like maybe like the it was late 2000s? like late nineties, early two thousands. They would do like North North yeah. America versus World, and they did different things. Like, and I just feel like you know the NHL should just like change it up, like you know, or make it East versus West. And you know, I, I don't know. I I I get the whole tournament. I guess that's cool, but. For me, like if they did that every you know fourth year, that would be fine. Like change it up, like make it new every year. There's no reason it needs to be the same. There doesn't need to be tradition. It's the stupid All Star game, and you know, honestly, they can probably get rid of the the skills competition. I mean, I, I honestly don't even know anyone who watches actually watches that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, and and I, so the the one good thing about it is, I guess, like. I, Valcat was talking about it like, yeah, I mean, Shostakin should be in, but you're probably happy he's not because how many goalies have lost their confidence? You know, their NHL goalies are competitive and then they're competing on like three on O's and then, you know, nobody's playing defense. So, you know, they're they're putting an effort in yet. They're um, well, usually Russians hate the all star game anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, typically, right? Because didn't didn't Ovi not go a bunch of years? At one yeah, point? I think he's like yeah. probably they're probably forced to go now, right? But uh, yeah, so um, sorry, I'm like watching the game and I'm ahead of you, so I'm trying not to react here. So, <laughs> but, but uh, but so the uh, yeah, I mean the All Star game, it just it just is what it is. It's like if it was if they didn't have it or. Even if they did it, I, I guess it's just a good break for the players in the middle of the season, right? It's a good excuse. I'm sure the players that go, it's a cool experience. I'm sure a lot of them wish they just had the break instead of having to go and do it. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I guess the NFL kind of does it cool where they go to Hawaii and then, you know, do it after the season's over. So guys don't have to do it in the middle of the season. But I don't know if NHL guys would really want to be doing that after the season's over anyway. So, yeah, I think I think it just kind of is what it is as far as the All Star Game. Yeah, I mean that would be actually pretty cool. Do it on a like a, a you know in, maybe in between the you know conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals, like kind of schedule something. And then you know obviously the teams that are in it, like they don't have players that you know are represented, which is fine because who gives a shit at the end of the day? Yeah, um, right. exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean I guess the only hard thing is is like. The NHL probably has more international guys than most of the other leagues, so a lot of those guys might be just wanting to go back to their country. So you'd probably have—I mean, Russians don't want to do it now. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't do it if it was after the season was over. So yeah, I just came up with the worst idea of all time. So <laughs> yeah, let's do keep it in February, where no one really wants to do anything. Keep it in February. Nobody, yeah. nobody's ever watched it. No one is going to watch it, no matter what jerseys they wear, no matter what matchups they do. It's. Uh, just is what it is and uh we've probably spoken too much about it yeah but um <laughs> all right so we're pretty much i gotta get this podcast over to andy so he can work his magic uh i'm, I'm gonna leave you to, to to wrap it up here uh any final thoughts final thoughts all right my final thoughts are this um i think the team's great happy the way they're playing uh i i'm happy that you know we should be in the playoffs and we're we're becoming one of the better teams in the league um i guess uh you know me i'm a bit of a pessimist at times with the rangers uh and you're usually on the same page as me but uh and pat mentioned it you've mentioned it 
I just want more from Kako. I want more from Lafreniere. I know they're young. I know we're still winning without them putting up a bunch of numbers and being the players we wanted them to be. So I'm hoping they're taking this time to figure it out, get some experience, these guys. Um, and I'm hoping when they do figure it out, we're just that much better. And that brings us to the next level. But I'm not going to lie. It worries me a little bit. Um, there's just aspects of their game that I don't see that I was expecting to see by now. Um, there's times that I just feel like Kako doesn't want the puck the way he skates around. A guy who's hungry for the puck skates a different way than he does. He seems like he's gliding around. It's almost like he's looking for the pass, but in his head, he doesn't want it. It's just a guy who doesn't have confidence. You know, it's like, um, I could be totally wrong. I hope they turn out. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they turn out to be amazing NHL players. And like I said, they bring us to that next level when they start, you know, putting 25 plus goals in the net and really uh, making plays that we've seen them make in the highlights when they got drafted and being the players we expected them to be. But I'm not going to pretend like I'm not a little worried and I'm not going to pretend like if next year they're not showing those signs that, you know, if McDavid wants out of, uh, the Oilers, I ship both of them out with probably half of the other players on the team <laughs> to get them. So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I think you probably feel the same way, but I think it's time for these guys to start stepping up a little bit more. I know Kako had it a little bit earlier in the season, and I thought he was really kind of coming into his own, but then he's kind of been quiet again. So, and, you know, he makes a few good plays, and it's Pat said it when he was on, like, uh, I feel like I'm just cheering for them to do something relatively routine when they're the first and second picks in the draft, and they should be doing more than just routine stuff. They should be on another level uh, or getting to that next level. So that's my thoughts. I hope those guys pick it up. I hope I'm wrong and they're not bust, and I hope they, uh, if they do pick it up, this team will, you know, will be one of those top five teams in the league uh, that will be competing for the Stanley cup. But if, if they don't get to that level, I, it's going to be hard to, to get there. I think, I mean, when you have the one and two pick, that's what you expect. You saw it, you know, with Taves and Kane, um, you saw it with Crosby and Malkin, you saw it with Backstrom and Ovechkin, you know, they got those guys, they won the cup. We got those picks and we thought we got those guys. So I hope that's what happens. All right. A man, a few words. Frank, thank you for coming on, and uh, uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Hopefully, Andy will be uh, moved in, and uh, we'll, we'll get Andy back on here. So, all right, take care, everyone. Uh, hopefully, the Rangers right. get this Cheers. win. And yep, thank you, thank you, Frank. Anytime you might be on uh, the next podcast too. If, <laughs> yeah, just make sure you don't have a fan blowing into this one. Yeah, no, no, the air is completely off this time. <laughs> all right, buddy. All right, all right go Rangers. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.